Previously on Heavy Metal Historian, we discovered the influence of literature on metal and recently searched for werewolves and zombies and the impact they've had on the genre. We've also concentrated on the influence of subgenres such as early metal and traditional heavy metal as well. Now, the new wave of British heavy metal brought about the achievements and fame of many bands. From Iron Maiden to Diamond Head to Def Leppard and beyond, the groups established a legacy that would be crucial to the history of metal. However, during the era, there were not just a few dozen bands that were pushing metal forward, there were hundreds. In part two of our exploration of the Nawabim, we plow into the archives and rediscover some of the forgotten bands from the era. We search for the lost history of the underground of the new wave of British heavy metal. Welcome to episode 38, I'm Greg Davies, your heavy metal historian. Glancing back on the history of metal, the new wave of British heavy metal was the third generation of the genre, the first being early metal and the second traditional metal. Yet what makes Nawabam so crucial to the history of the style is that it was where the genre began splintering into subgenres. From Nawabam, we find the roots of thrash metal, death metal, black metal, doom metal and even glam metal and much more. In many ways, the new wave of British heavy metal was the point in the history of the genre where the diversifications began. The seeds were set for the future of the style, and the legacy left by the likes of Iron Maiden, Praying Mantis, Raven, Venom, and Def Leppard still motivates newer bands to this day. Last episode, we looked into the chronology of the new wave of British heavy metal, how it began, and the bigger bands that lived into longevity. But the scene at the time was so much vaster than just a few dozen bands. Searching for Nawabam bands at Encyclopedia Metallum results in nearly 400 bands, and these are the ones we know of that recorded something. While the Iron Maidens and Def Leppards and Diamond Heads of the world advanced to successful legacies, the scene of the new wave of British heavy metal was held up by an underground movement of bands, many of which, sadly, have become out of sight and forgotten. So for this episode, we're going to take a glance at some of those bands from the era. It's by no means an exhaustive list. In truth, it would be impossible to cover all 400 bands in an episode. For part two of our look into Nawabam, we're going to check out 25 bands from the scene, emerging during the 1970s or early 1980s, and take a listen to a taste of their noise. Let's go back in time and take a sample of that lost history of the underground of the new wave of British heavy metal. We start with a band called Hell, who originated in Nottingham. Out of all of the Nawabam bands, they were the most theatrical, being one of the first to wear prototypical corpse paint on stage, having an exploding Bible and a pulpit decorated with gargoyles. The group became well known in the underground tape trading networks, but disbanded in 1987. The group reunited in 2008 and has since released two full-length LPs. This is their 1983 single, Save Us From Those Who Would Save Us, by Hell.
next group comes from Newcastle and is named Tyson Dog. The band originated as Orchrist and evolved into the Tyson Dog lineup, featuring Alan Hunter, Paul Burtis, and Kevin Wynn. The outfit was ultimately signed to Neat Records based on the strength of a 1983 live demo tape. Like hell, Tyson Dog disbanded in 1987, but reformed in 2008 and have released a new album this year in 2015 entitled Cry Havoc. From their 1986 album Crimes of Insanity, here's Taste the Haste by Tyson Dog. Keeping with the Dogs theme, another band called Mad Dog emerged during the new wave of British heavy metal formed in Cardiff prior to 1984. The band was sadly short-lived, releasing a single, a demo, and one full-length album on Stud Records in 1987. From that debut album, here's It All Comes Down by Mad Dog.
Taking their name from the movie The Satanic Rites of Dracula, the group known as Satanic Rites formed in 1980 in Halifax, West Yorkshire. While originating as an all-male lineup, the group was eventually joined by vocalist Deborah Webster, wife of bassist David Ingham. The outfit split in 1987, but released two full-length albums during their career. From their 1985 debut, Which Way the Wind Blows, here's Satanic Rites and the song Burn in Hell. Founded in 1976, the band Zero, spelt X-E-R-O, came from Islington in London and was signed to Brickyard Records. The group released a single in 1983 and an EP the next year. It's not clear when Zero disbanded, but they did release a compilation album in 2007. From their debut single, Oh Baby, here's the track Hold On by Zero.
Truffle originates from Portsmouth in the UK and was formed in 1979. The band continues to this day, but has only released two full-length albums, their debut in 1985 and a more recent release in 2011. Truffle has also put out a single and a 2011 compilation. From their debut album, The Bacon Slicer Strikes Again, here is Truffle and the song God of War. The Badger Bell Band began in North Wales in 1980. At some point during their career, they temporarily disbanded and reformed under the name Badger. The group finally broke up in 1990. They were signed to Noisegate Records and put out two singles in 1985 and 1986 respectively. A compilation was also issued in 2012. From their debut single, Rock the Vicar, here's the B-side, Nothing Left by the Badger Bell Band.
The outfit Flashpoint originated as a group called Bitches Sin in 1980. The group had a constantly changing lineup, however, and in 1986, band members decided to form a new project called Flashpoint. As Flashpoint, they performed until 2008 when they reformed as Bitches Sin. From their debut album in 1987, No Point of Reference, here is Flashpoint and the track Blackjack. From Yorkshire came Cobra in 1984. Signed to Ebony Records, the band released two albums, Warriors of the Dead in 1985 and Back from the Dead in 1987. It is unclear when the band split up, but were popular in the underground tape trading network of the 1980s. From their first album, here's Cobra with the title track, Warriors of the Dead.
Formed out of Melton Mowbray in 1981, Prowler released four demos during their career and released two singles on the SRT Productions label. The lineup consisted of Steve Philpotts on drums, Chris Vai and Rob Philpotts on guitars, and Ian Morrison on vocals and bass. From 1983, here is their first single, Forgotten Angels, by Prowler. The band Sacrilege was formed in 1982 in Gillingham and put out a couple of demos during their early career. The band broke up in 1987 but reunited in 2012 and has since released two full-length albums. From their newest album, Ashes to Ashes, here is the song Rulers and Destructors by Sacrilege. Towns one. 
Rob Stallion began in 1977 forming in Huddersfield. The band recorded three demos in their early days between 1980 and 1984. Some time after this, they disbanded, but a compilation called Day to Day was issued in 1994. From their debut single, also titled Day to Day, here's the B-side, Breadline, by Rab Stallion. Founded in 1979 in Northampton by guitarist Ian Dick, the group known as Soldier remained largely independent during their career, up until 1983 when they broke up. The band reunited in 2002 and has since released two full-length studio albums as well as a live album and compilation. In 1981, the band was featured on a Nawabam compilation called Heavy Metal Heroes and here is that song, Storm of Steel by Soldier.
Fronted by female vocalist Rhiannon Tomas singing in their native Welsh, Eindy Wallad were founded some time before 1982 when they were featured on a split release featuring other bands from Wales. The group followed up with two singles, but sadly never put out any full-length albums. Performing live on television in Wales sometime in 1984, here is Eindy Wallad with their song No Son I Blayed. The outfit Deep Switch formed in Norwich in 1984 and embraced a glammy look to their image in conjunction with the music. The group released two demos in 1985 and put out their debut record Nine Inches of God in 1986 on Switch Records. From their second self-titled demo, here is the song Silver Bullet by Deep Switch.
Zenith hailed from Scotland and was formed sometime before 1982. The band released two demos and finally an independent EP in 1986. The lineup features Andy Jameson on bass, Keith Townsend on drums, Cliff Evans on guitar, and Andy Sayers on vocals and guitar. Here's Zenith and the title track from their 1986 EP, Heavy Heart. Founded by members of Angel Witch in London in 1983 and joined by members of the band Satan, Blind Fury were one of the only Nawabam bands to be signed to Roadrunner Records. After recording a demo in 1984, the group released one full-length album called Out of Reach in 1985. From that debut, here is Blind Fury with the song Black Inside.
Glasgow, literally formed in Glasgow, Scotland in 1982, went on to be signed to Neat Records after issuing a demo in 1983. After a single and EP in 1984, they released their only full-length LP, 041, in 1987 and disbanded not long thereafter. The band reformed for two gigs in 2009. Guitarist Archie Dixon is now a college lecturer, concentrating on the workings of the music industry. From their debut album, here's We Will Rock by Glasgow. Formed in Malvern, Cynic began in 1979 and performed right through to 1990 when they broke up. Beforehand, the band released two demos and a single. The group reunited in 2003, released a compilation album followed by their first full-length album in 2008 and are still performing. From 1983, here's Cynic with their debut single, Suicide. I just could cry for help, and don't let 
Thunderstick take their name from their drummer Thunderstick, who had played with bands like Samson and Iron Maiden in the early days. The band formed in 1981, and two years later they were joined by female vocalist Jody Valentine. The band released an EP in 1983 and followed up with their only album, Beauty and the Beasts, in 1984. From that album, here's the song Contact Angel by Thunderstick. Wolfbane were formed in 1980 and disbanded in 1984. They only released two demos when they were active, though a compilation release was issued in 2009. The group featured Rick Henshaw on drums, Grammy D on guitar and vocals, and Dale Lee on bass. From their first demo in 1981, here is Wolfbane and the song Midnight Lady.
formed under the name Xerox, the group known as Sparta would form in 1979 in Mansfield, England. The group released a few singles as well as a split release across 1980 and 1981 and continued right through to 1990 when they disbanded. After two compilations were released in the 2000s, the band reformed in 2013, releasing a new album the following year. Recorded in 1987 and found on their Use Your Weapons Well compilation, here is Sparta and the tune Welcome to My Nightmare. Deep Machine was a group founded in London in 1979. From 1980 to 1983, the outfit released four demos and it's believed they performed up until 1988. The group reunited in 2009, releasing two EPs and finally a full-length album in 2014 called Rise of the Machine. From their 1981 demo, here is Demon Preacher by Deep Machine.
The band called Maniacs, spelled M-A-I-N-E-E-A-X-E, formed in 1981 in York and was signed to Power Station Records. The group released their debut album, Shouted Out, in 1984 and followed up with Going For Gold in 1985. They split in 1986. From their debut album, here's the song Steel on Steel by Maniacs. Our final band in this episode looking at the Nawabam Underground is called Holland. Founded in 1982, the group released two demos and a debut album called Early Warning. However, after learning there was a Canadian band also called Holland, the group was forced to change their name to Hammer. Under that name, Hammer continues to this day. But from their first album under the name of Holland, here is the song Do It.
As you can see, Nawabin went beyond that of Iron Maiden or Def Leppard. While several of the giants went on to lengthy careers, the scene they originated from was built on a network of bands from across the United Kingdom, numbering in the hundreds. While it's sad that many of these bands have been lost to history, it's my hope that some of these samples may encourage our listeners to look up some more of the little-known bands from the era of the new wave of British heavy metal. Thankfully, there are fans out there trying to preserve some of the music by making it accessible via online resources like YouTube, allowing a new generation to rediscover that lost history of the underground of the new wave of British heavy metal. Now it's time for a prehistoric mosh. The band Motorhead was one of the first bands to transcend genres. They've been considered part of the traditional heavy metal movement, punk, nawabum, and even thrash metal to some fans. But Lemmy Kilmister and the band members have always considered their music to be rock and roll. The outfit takes their name from a song written by Lemmy, which he actually composed while in his previous band, the progressive space rock band called Hawkwind. The group, a big influence on the Nawabam movement, recorded the song on their album Warrior on the Edge of Time, and the result is vastly different from the version eventually finalised by Motorhead. Featuring a horn section and violins, here is the original version of Motorhead by Hawkwind with Lemmy on vocals. Let's take a listen. Now, let's have a look at this week in metal news. Actor and metal legend Sir Christopher Lee has died. Known for his roles in over 300 films, including James Bond, The Wicker Man, Dracula, Star Wars, and Lord of the Rings, Lee also ventured into heavy metal and symphonic metal beginning in 2008. In 2010, 
Lee recorded his solo metal album based on Charlemagne and continued releasing symphonic metal music annually, resulting in him receiving the Spirit of Hammer Award at the Golden Gods. His loss was felt deeply by many fans around the world, including those in the metal community. Christopher Lee was 93 years old. R.I.P. Dave Grohl suffered a fall on stage during a Foo Fighters show in Gothenburg, resulting in him breaking his right leg. The frontman left the stage after the incident, but soldiered on less than an hour later and returned to the show in a cast to finish the concert. Confusion is the key word when it comes to death metaler's morbid angel this week. After drummer Tim Jung announced that he was leaving the band, the same day guitarist Trey Azagthoth announced that the group had reunited with Steve Tucker, implying that bassist vocalist David Vincent had been replaced. However, Vincent followed up and stated, To be clear, I have not left Morbid Angel, nor have I been asked to do so. When asked if both he and Vincent are in the band together, Steve Tucker laughed off the question. At this point, it's unclear as to what's going on with Morbid Angel after all the confusion. Butcher Babies will be releasing a new album called Take It Like a Man and is scheduled to come out on August 21. The band has released a preview song, Monster's Ball, which they wrote about mosh pits. The song is available for streaming on YouTube. New wave of British heavy metal legend Satan have announced they will be releasing their new album in October 2015. The album, titled Atom by Atom, features 10 songs, including a collaboration with Kevin Hayborn from Angel Witch. The rumours of Michael Ackerfeld of Opeth doing a solo album have been clarified by the vocalist. While he has interest in doing such a project to learn more about studio production, Ackerfeld clarified that a solo recording has not been decided and he has nothing written with the intention of putting it out as a solo album. He moved on to say that one day I might do something, but I don't think people should hold their breaths. Doom metal band Pentagram have scheduled the release of their new album for August 28. The release will feature 11 tracks, is produced by Matthias Nilsson and is entitled Curious Volume. The band also has tours planned in North America and Europe during 2015 and into 2016. Slayer has finally released the album cover artwork for their upcoming release Repentless coming out September 11. The artwork was created by Brazilian artist Marcelo Vasco in collaboration with Tom Araya and Kerry King. On a side note though, a bunch of internet memes have surfaced with humorous variations of the album cover. Along with the artwork unveil, Kerry King also announced the title track Repentless, written in tribute to the late Jeff Hanneman, will be released on June 19. Richie Faulkner of Judas Priest has revealed that the band is considering recording another album. In a recent interview, the guitarist discussed that the members of Priest have been seriously discussing the idea of a new album, especially after the level of creative output with their most recent release, Redeemer of Souls. It could well be that we might see a new Judas Priest album as early as 2016. And finally, legendary drummer Ginger Baker recently was interviewed by Forbes when he was asked about his thoughts of heavy metal. Baker responded, I loathe and detest heavy metal. Moving on to state he found it repulsive and considered the music style to be an abortion. He also went on to say that he never considered John Bonham to be a musician. All of these remarks were made in spite of the fact Baker was a member of the band Cream, a pioneering band during the days of early metal that influenced countless metal acts. 
Hmm. Maybe his name should be Ginger Bitter. All of the links to the news can be found in our show notes for this episode at heavymetal666.com. And if you come across any important or cool metal news, please share it with us over at reddit.com slash r slash metal news. On the next Heavy Metal Historian, we take a break from genre exploration and return to our series on horror folklore and metal. This time, we turn to the folklore and fantasy surrounding witches and witchcraft, and its emergence into horror, and eventual inclusion into heavy metal. From one side of the coin being the fictional wickedness of fairy tales and sagas, to the other side being the peaceful influence of the modern Wiccan beliefs, we look into witches and heavy metal. Subscribe to Heavy Metal Historian at iTunes or Stitcher. Follow us on Facebook or at Metal Podcast 666 on Twitter. Email us at metalpodcast666 at gmail.com if there's subjects you'd like Heavy Metal Historian to explore or report on, or if you have questions you would like for us to answer on a future show. You can also hear me with Aaron Chavara on the Blendover Podcast, bringing you the news that the news isn't covering over at blendover.com. We'll catch you on the next Heavy Metal Historian, Hails and Horns, and until next time, last episode we looked at Girl School, the longest-running all-female metal band. But during the new wave of British heavy metal, there was one other all-female group as well. Rock Goddess was founded in London in 1977 by the very young sisters at the time, Jodie and Julie Turner. After several years of intense rehearsals, the group landed an appearance on the 1982 Reading Festival, which followed in them being signed to A&M Records. The group broke up in 1987, but recently reunited in 2013 and is currently working towards recording a comeback album. But back in the day, they were a vital part of the Nawabam scene and, like girls' school, paved the way showing that women had a place in heavy metal too and influenced many future female musicians that would follow in their footsteps. Recorded live in 1984 in London and originally from their self-titled debut record, here is Heavy Metal Rock and Roll by Rock Goddess as our closing headbanger. Metal Rock and Roll!